I'm Riker, and this is Pilot. Once upon a time, there was an enchanted forest filled with all the classic characters we know, or think we know. One day, they found themselves trapped in a place where all their happy endings were stolen. Our world. This is how it happened. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum. Dramatic beaver. Dramatic beaver? Yeah. Angry Ooh. beavers reference. It's a what reference? Angry beavers. What are you talking Angry about? Angry beavers. <laughs> uh, it's one of those Nickelodeon shows that you didn't have access to and weren't allowed to watch. Huh. Really missed out. <laughs> well, thanks. I feel shamed for my mm-hmm. childhood. Thanks. Maybe next time we do a Nickelodeon <laughs> special. <laughs> Which could at any point. Yeah. Paramount Plus. <laughs> no doubt. Paramount Plus, indeed. They should really be giving us money. Yeah, they ought to. Yeah. I can see why um, HBO Max doesn't. I slam their platform every chance I get a, you know, every chance I get. Yeah. You know who really owes us some money? Uh, Spreaker. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Spreaker uh, had done you dirty. Yeah. Yeah. That's the kind of problem that only money's going to fix. I don't know. I broke up with them. That seems to do okay. Mm. That's fair. Plus, you're trashing their name all over town. <laughs> exactly. If you wanted to money. stop, <laughs> give us some money. <laughs> money. Heck, if you give us enough money, we'll get back on it and tell everybody how great you are. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of money. <laughs> if CenturyLink ever called me and said, we'll give you $100,000 if you'd go out there and tell us how great uh, you think we are. Yeah. Tell everybody. I would say $100,000. Like, that's all. That's all. That's the best you got. <laughs> like, my integrity is worth at least $1.5 Make <laughs> it three. You guys suck. Man, I mean, you would have to take back all of the things. I mean, like, what would I have to, like, unpublish all of the things that you've said <laughs> on this podcast about oh, There's <laughs> too many Facebook comments to, That'd like, be, be able to track back down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That kind of censorship. <laughs> you're right just call facebook up <laughs> say hey, we're gonna cancel this guy <laughs> oh. <laughs> and now it's about cancel culture <laughs> i'm just saying they got the algorithm to do it <laughs> they just need to punch in their little database be like century link and here comes like 375 million comments about how much century link sucks and then cross-reference uh, Riker, <laughs> come up with weirdly nothing. <laughs> yep, yep. Okay, um, we just watched Once Upon a Time. Oh yeah, we haven't announced that yet. Yeah, which <laughs> aired originally on ABC during uh, X year and Y year. Two thousand and eleven. Wow, and went for seven seasons. That's with a long a time. Spinoff series. Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. They only made it one season because the plot made no sense. Oh, really? <laughs> no sense. Like, it was very well-reviewed for its characters, its visual appeal, its, um, oh gosh, the narrative of it was good, but the actual plot was muddy. Nobody had any idea what was going on. Wonderland's a wacky place. It is, but they did have um, one of the characters that was in the spinoff ended up jo- like joining back into the main cast of the other one. 
Oh, that's uh, nice. of Once Upon a Time because it was running at the same time. They was that was a character introduced in Once Upon a Time in Wonderland okay. that then suddenly just appears in Once Upon a Time. So, you know, reason to watch that one season if for nothing else than understanding who that person is. Just suddenly. Uh, I mean, yeah, they kind. I mean, they barely reference where he comes from, but. Uh, in Wonderland. That looked pretty good. I remember seeing that. Oh, it was gorgeous. Yeah. But yeah, I have to admit, like they had, um, there was an Aladdin plot interweaved with that, which I don't know. It was a lot. It was a lot to try to wrap your head around. Had potential. Mm -hmm. Sounds like they were a little too committed to their own concept. Yeah. Uh, And the potential of it try to do too much too quick do you think there was any saving it i didn't keep up that show came on i didn't even realize it was its own show until yeah. i was watching it for a few minutes thinking hmm, this is like different than i would have expected it to be based on what i see of once upon a time yeah and then finally put it together that it was <laughs> totally a different show yeah that there was a spinoff um i knew it was the lesser intellectual property in terms of its you know how what's the word Mm, the revenue no Viewership. no it's a good word it's unrelated to tv stuff oh. longevity longevity yeah longevity mm-hmm. long uh evity <laughs> <laughs> i knew it just wasn't as longevitous <laughs> is that a word you know Could i be. think everybody understood it <laughs> touche that's all it takes <laughs> that's what a word is yep we all communication agree. So you're familiar with the show. I uh, am. More so than I am. I've seen all of it in its entirety, including its skimpy spinoff series. <laughs> right. Uh, you love it? I do. I really love it. I was hooked immediately, I will say. Oh, why? Um, it was just, you know what? It is. It's. It reminded me so much of the 10th Kingdom, which I grew yeah, up with and just totally. loved. I mean, obviously, there are so many things that are very different about it. But there was something about it that also just felt very familiar. And I was very excited to explore a fairy tale world um, in modern times. So you don't have to, you know, look through the lens of the technologies at the time. Like we kind of get to marry the two and bring them into the modern world. Yeah, there's a guy. He's the really tall guy who was the dad. I can't remember his name in real life. He was in Boston Legal. The dad in what? In Tenth Kingdom. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know who you're talking about, and I cannot remember the actor's name. John Larroquette. Something about John Larroquette's character when there's free beer in the fridge, mm-hmm. or when the when the uh, fridge keeps multiplying with beer, because yeah. it's like it was his wish that there would be unlimited beer. Yeah, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. Something about that real world connecting to the fantasy world. I don't know why that scene comes to mind, but there's something about that paired against because he was just so average dad absolutely you know, dad bodding out in that one and uh there's something about the how hyper real that character was yes anthony <laughs> manservant anthony. okay for him, <laughs> uh, for him to end up in this you know fantasy world mm-hmm. uh really wouldn't have fit there no absolutely not and there's it's a nice juxtaposition. Yeah, and it's so representative of the sort of subgenre that we're looking at. Mm-hmm. 
that that's what comes to mind when I'm thinking of this. Not that anything here had something like that. Yeah. But uh, that's that's the one that I'm making the connection of. Oh yeah, the real world meets fantasy world. Uh, Tenth Kingdom reminding me of this show. Yeah. That's what comes to mind. But it does the the sim- the parallels are very much there. Absolutely. Yeah. Very similar in that way. So, and that's actually what I have for genre, um, that it's very 10th kingdom, modern fairy tale and, you know, our, yeah, in our usual world. Uh, I wrote down that it's a traditional old school Disney fairy tale with a modern twist. Yep. That sounds good. And we open right up to Disney characters. Yeah, and you know, I will say I didn't realize, um, and and maybe it wasn't always the case. It was always ABC, so uh, I didn't realize Disney owned this until uh, until they started doing stuff in the later seasons, where it's like, oh, these are new Disney movies that we're referencing. Okay, I see what we're doing here. I thought we were going with old fairy tales because they seem to take, or at least their early stuff, they took a very dark take on Disney fairy tales, which was really exciting. I really liked it. it it wasn't quite grim fairy tales dark, but it was still not your, you know, princess story that you're used to, which I really liked. Their take on Neverland was really cool. And that's season three. Oh, sorry, I was going to make a joke that wasn't going to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I held back. Um, now kind you of. guys will never know. Um <laughs> The okay, so you said grim, wasn't mm-hmm. that grim? Uh, is that was well, that an intentional a... uh connection to the brothers Grimm? Yeah, Grimm's fairy tales. Well, I know, but Grimm's also a word, so right, I, d- I just yeah. wanted to know if you if you were if that was coincidence that you were saying they're not that grim or you were specifically relating it to the Grimm fairy tales. Yes, okay, um, they're not quite as dark as the Grimm fairy tales, right? They're not as truly dark as the stories really were. Yeah, because they like they actually have truly bad endings, whereas this one just has a darker take on something. Right, darker than so it's between. It's yeah. not. It's not as dark as the stories really are. It's not as bright and cheery as uh, Disney. Yeah, at least With, it started that way. Yeah, but then it became like I said, very obvious that this was a Disney production. Oh, so it got lighter. Yeah. Did it get lighter as she? Starts to unspool the spell. Uh, I mean, yes. Or do you think the tone of the show just changed? It's not because of that. So each season they they introduce different fairy tale characters, right? A lot of them are familiar ones we grew up with, okay? Now imagine one from, say, Frozen shows up and you go, what the fuck am I watching? Sorry, kids. (laughs) Oh, I see what you're saying. I'm like... It's not as, as... Grim. Mm-hmm. It's not just the Brothers Grimm stories. Yeah. It's also straight Disney. It's straight Disney. Okay. So we're not looking at Grimm stories. We're looking at Mm-mm. Disney stories. Exactly. And that wasn't clear to you at the beginning because, because you didn't ABC. realize that ABC was owned by Disney. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, okay. And That's so until I saw Frozen stuff pop in and I was like, oh, well, yeah, the way that has to work, they have to have some ownership for that to be allowed. You can't just have Frozen characters, real-life action Frozen characters. Especially while Frozen was new. So that's mm-hmm. why they were introducing it, because Frozen's hot, and they're saying, good, let's let's uh, shoehorn Elsa into this biz. Exactly. And Anna, don't you special. forget Anna. Yeah. yeah. 
don't know who that is. She's a redhead? Yeah. <laughs> it might be Anna. I'm pretty sure it was Anna. I don't know. Anna, Elsa. Ooh, now, now I don't know. I'm not an expert. It depends who you ask. That's good that you're not an expert. You don't have children <laughs> and you're not a child. So there's no reason that you should be all that familiar with it. Now nice. is there. <laughs> well, I listen to, um, when I'm feeling down, I listen to the um, Disney station of Pandora. So I just get to listen to Disney songs. And uh, Do You Want to Build a Snowman comes on often. And I know that they say Anna or Anna's name exactly as it's Uh, said. Depends on how it rhymes. Yeah, Yeah. maybe. Sometimes it's Anna. Sometimes it's Anna. Depends what we need to rhyme it with. I don't know. Yeah. You say Anna. I say Anna. 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 (laughs) Let's call the whole thing off. Let's call the whole thing off. See, I was worried you weren't going to sing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> there, will all be, there will always be singing. This is a Disney show. We just haven't gotten to the first <laughs> the musical. musical break yet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is one thing about it being a Disney princess show. We haven't. Ha- there's no There's no musical aspect. Which... There wasn't in this episode. Do you mean to tell me there's not in later episodes either? That is correct. They effectively established in the pilot that that's not happening. Wow. I think. I think it was effective. I would not anticipate musical, I wouldn't have either. musicality from this. But hey, real world. Real We're world. making it feel real. You know, as a kid, That's I true. always hated the musical parts. I did too. And Kids as an adult, it's it. my favorite. I know. I, I did. This is news to me. This is a kind of a giant uh, admission that when I'm feeling sad and blue and I just don't know what to do, I... Hmm, Something, something, Disney (laughs) Radio. (laughs) What? (laughs) You something, something? No, I didn't know where else to go with it. Okay. You something, something. (laughs) When you're feeling sad and blue and you don't know what to do, you listen to Disney songs. You listen to Disney Radio. One must. Yeah. When I'm feeling sad and blue, I know just what to do. I... Kick back and crank on some tunes <laughs> and listen to Disney radio. I can't find a rhyme to radio. Yeah. Um, if you can, write us an uh, email. Pilots the podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> That's pilotspodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> okay, uh, so I think we could successfully pass the genre. I would, yeah, I absolutely. Very, very clear what we're in for. Yeah, um, no and, mistake about it. Yeah. Direct parallels to the storybook, even. What's the storybook? The storybook that Henry is toting around the entire episode. Like, they open a storybook, and then it zooms in for our flashback to... Oh, you're saying that the storybook in the show, mm-hmm. the storybook, yeah, an exactly. artifact in the show, which is a yeah. not a real book, right? Mm-hmm. That's not the real assemblage of Grimm's fairy tales or That's Disney. correct. Okay, just making sure what you meant was... They painted a very clear picture for us that this book is paralleling what's going on. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're right. I agree. Just making sure you were right. Oh, okay. Thanks. I appreciate the validation. You're you're welcome. (laughs) Round and about, that's what that is. (laughs) So uh, we meet Snow White and Prince Charming uh, in the opener. Oh, we meet Prince Charming first. He's riding on a horse through Disney World. In <laughs> Disney World, yeah. the Enchanted Forest. In the Enchanted Forest, in Disney World, he's riding about the Enchanted Forest upon his horse. Sure. Uh, and goes to kiss Snow White and wake her up. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> um, and which he does, and he saves her life because she just choked on an apple that the evil queen poisoned just to fuck with her because she thinks she's prettier. You think you're prettier than me? Yeah. You think you're better than me? I'll cut you. <laughs> um, and then the evil queen really is disruptive at the wedding. Where was Snow White already pregnant? Can we talk about that for a second? Um, yeah. So she wasn't pregnant in the wedding, but you missed her bump in the scene that they were talking about the curse coming. She had a baby bump going on. So it was all visual cues. It wasn't a conversation otherwise. But time had passed. Time had passed. For her to become pregnant. Okay. So they had been... I would hope. Yeah, That's right. very well, pregnant to be after being very slim for your wedding. Disney World is a magical place. I haven't been. I've been to California, Disneyland, not Disney World. I haven't been to Disney World either. I just meant the world that the show takes place in. I know. I was just being cheeky. <laughs> now you're confusing people. <laughs> Are you confused? Pilots, the podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Let us know about it. Drop some bombs. <laughs> she. Uh, so the, the pastor says, uh, if anybody thinks that this wedding shouldn't go forth, uh, please... Stand up and state your piece and speak for now or forever. Hold your piece. Yeah. Is that what you're trying to uh-huh. the cliche line in every movie you can't remember? You're right. Okay. Continue. Um, well, I don't enjoy going to weddings. So the wedding scenes in movies also don't do it. Okay. I was like, mm, still. Mm-hmm. Brings back only horrible <laughs> memories. I'm not going to go to weddings anymore. Have I told you this? No. I hate going. So from now on, when somebody sends me an invite to their wedding, I'm going to send them a hundred bucks. And I'm going to say, sorry, I can't go to your wedding. Um, and that's it. They're you know that's say, unacceptable that's when I get married, thing. right? You get that. <laughs> All right. I'll probably continue to make exceptions here and there. Ha. I'm an exception. <laughs> now I need to get married. <laughs> uh, okay. So they're at the wedding. She drops in and she says, yeah, I got some shit to say about why this matrimony shouldn't be so holy. Yeah. Evil Queen Regina, which can I just say that music? The music for the evil queen coming in is like the best music and is a continuing theme anytime she's about to come wreck the day. Oh, it's mm, so good. As mayor. As or mayor. Or as? Uh, as the evil queen. For just sure. as the evil queen. As the evil queen, yeah. Maybe as mayor? Maybe as mayor. But I know that it's very important that, you know, the evil queen is the evil, you know, she embody, embodies the evil part. Whereas yeah. I feel like maybe... At least in the pilot, I felt a little sympathetic towards uh, Regina, who's the evil queen. Well, that's her Storybrooke name. Yeah. Storybrooke, Maine. Thank you. Yes. Being the fictional town that they are in in Maine. It's not fictional. Okay. To them, it's not fictional. No, it's real. Okay. It's Mm -hmm. a real town. You just haven't heard of it because time has been frozen there for like 67 years. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't come up on Google. See, it took me a lot less to buy that than it did Emma Swan. (laughs) She still doesn't believe it. You believe this lady? Yeah. Doesn't she realize she's never heard of Storybrooke, Maine before? (laughs) No, she doesn't because who knows anything about Maine? Yeah. (laughs) Maine-ish people do. And Stephen King. Uh, he's yeah, okay. Of and belonging to Maine. (laughs) He's Maine-ish. All right. He's (laughs) Maine-ish. Yes. Manian. Maniac. Hmm. Um, all right. All 16 people in Maine are probably really tired of this bit. <laughs> we get it. Wow. Okay. Keep knocking other states. <laughs> you know how the Canadians felt when we did it to them. <laughs> I didn't do it to them. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was setting a bad example is all I'm saying. We learned our lesson. <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, so, uh, she comes, says, yeah, I think you guys suck. And, um, they say, we think you suck. And she says, I'm going to fuck with your shit and I'm going to destroy you if it's the last thing that you I should do. write dialogue, man. Yeah. I know it sounds really realistic, doesn't it? That sounds very natural. Mm-hmm. No, but she says, I'm going to um, I'm going to destroy you if it's the last thing I do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Which is. Is that the same thing she says? Yeah. Li- OK, that was because I recognized it from when she says it to uh, Emma in Story Brooke as the mayor. Yeah. I did not remember if that was her exact line. Yep. Ooh. Yep. Parallels. Ooh. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. So after the wedding, uh, actually, Prince Charming says, hey, wait a second, uh, Evil Queen, before you go. And she turns around to say, yes, um, what have you, uh, have Mr. You? Charming? And he says, I have here a spear. And he throws a spear at her. It's a sword. Even more impressive. Oh, yeah. He was killer. He was he was a dead eye with that. He, he was, was like a regular Jamie Lannister. <laughs> he was like Jamie Lannister with two hands right there. It was boom. <laughs> impressive. But he, of course, had to alert her to the fact that he was about to kill her so that she could disappear uh, in Cheech and Chong's puff of smoke. Up in smoke. <laughs> Up in smoke. Oh, so close. <laughs> and then we meet Henry in our world the frame freezes freeze uh-huh. frame freeze frame pull back mm-hmm. morph into everything we were just looking at in real world in live action now looks like a cartoon illustration illustration zoom out some young punk named henry is reading a book on a bus yes Boom. on a greyhound bus no less um yeah just some loner kid he uh talks to some older lady in the seat next to him don't remember what they said but you get the feeling that he's alone he's not supposed to be there by himself we don't get a name yet but he's uh you know traveling about looking for someone something spoilers it's henry and he's looking for his mama oh yeah yeah was that a surprise to you at all like when you saw this kid coming to this lady did you kind of have the feeling that he was going to say something along the lines of you're my mom uh, no. Okay. What did you figure? Are you my be? mother? Um, <laughs> I don't think that I knew him well enough to have it that much anticipation of why he was That's showing fair. up. And I was fine with it. Yeah. Like I just met her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And we get her very next. In fact, Emma, Mm-hmm. Emma, who is a bail bonds person. Okay. You're getting ahead of me. The, she's a sexy, friendless orphan. Oh, yeah. Who also happens to be a bail bonds person. Also, yeah. A bail bondsman. Bail bondsman. I was hoping you'd correct me there. I didn't set it up right. My bad. Um. (laughs) You were hoping I'd correct you. Wow, that feels weird. No one has ever said that to me. Yeah, I'm a lot more flexible than you realize. (laughs) Everybody thinks I'm cocky because that's how I behave. But uh, it's like, no, I don't care. (laughs) That would be how I would Oh, was I wrong? Okay, yeah. (laughs) I've never done that before. Been wrong about anything. Like, do you know how much I talk? Like, I say some stupid shit. Yeah, I say a lot of things. Not all of them can be right. <laughs> right. You know what I hate more than anything? What's is that? when somebody reminds me of something I said. It's like, well, didn't you tell me? Wait, 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 wait. I feel like you're remembering something I said. And I feel like you should stop doing that. <laughs> Touche. I've definitely had that. I just said said something like 
What was my authority to say anything? Yeah. People believe what you tell them. <laughs> Suckers. I wish they did. I try to pull one over on Taylor, you know, just making the assumption like I know better. And he calls me out on it every time. If I don't know something, I just don't say it anymore. He's trained that shit out of me. (laughs) (laughs) Which is what he was trying to do. Probably. Yeah. It's a lot of work to like research into all of the things that you claim. And so I just stopped making claims. It's easier, guys. That's right. (laughs) We have to mature into that, I feel like. (laughs) This is true. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I think of dumb things I said as a teenager that my dad would have looked at me and been like, okay, well, that's a dumb thing that a teenager would say, but you yeah. go with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and later, like, you meet some teenagers saying some dumb thing that reminds you of some dumb shit that you used to say, and you go, mm. okay, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we meet Emma. Uh, she's on a date. She is. Yeah, we get. she drops a lot of baggage on this guy all right quick. Oh yeah, sexy, sexy, friendless orphan. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and then she says to her date, "I feel like you're a criminal who's cheating on his wife right now." And he says, "Homie, how'd you get me like that?" <laughs> uh, she you're, said, your paraphrasing has been like really amusing today. It's like you're writing a rap version of this. <laughs> and she says, "Well, buddy, I'm the one who put up the money." And he says, oh, you're a bail bondsman. She says, bail bonds person, punk, and beats the shit out of him, mm-hmm. gets her money back. Mm. Yep. Uh, then she meets, oh, it's her birthday, by the way. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday yeah. to her. That was really sad. Like, don't get me wrong. I've spent birthdays not doing much. I've never bought myself a cupcake and been like, mm, sad me. You know, she could have finished her dinner with her date. Could she have? I mean, she really went after him quick. She could have, like, just had the dinner. Been like, thanks, that was really nice. Got the complimentary dessert. Been like, thank you, it's my birthday. And they're like, we know, that's why we brought you a free dessert. And she's going to be like, oh, that's really cool. Everybody's making me feel special. Hey, buddy, thanks for picking up the bill. Um, Also, you're under arrest. But the game was afoot. She had to win. (laughs) I don't know. I think she could have played it more sinister. (laughs) <laughs> that's true that's true i don't really feel like she was playing but do you get the sense that maybe she just enjoys being alone and so would like to not be around that guy but is also lonely like there are people who just it's a thing you want to be alone but you're also lonely you don't like other people maybe you don't trust other people but you're lonely mm, yeah She's got a real lone wolf vibe. And I get that because she says she's a real lone wolf in more or less those words. Well, (laughs) in the words of Bahamas, they used to call it the blues. Now they call it depression. I'm sorry. Were there actual words? Or is that just a tune you're giving me there? No, there are actual words, but I don't know what those were. No, no, no. I just wanted to make sure that that's (laughs) what was happening there. Let me look it up. (laughs) Yeah, dude. We can edit it. Nope, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving as is <laughs> is perfect. Bahamas, no depression. Okay, that's what it's called. Oh. Um, they used to call that the blues. Oh, now they call it depression. Yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> you just added so much other, like, what is that? Like, <laughs> scatting in there? What is that? Oh, I got it. Here's why it is. Uh I feel it through my shoes. They used to call that the blues. Now they call it depression. Cute. Yeah, I 
I missed the first part. Anyway, oh, yeah. so yeah, I see what you're saying. She's got the blues on her birthday. She's kind of depressed. Yeah. So she would actually rather spend it alone uh, and wallow in the mire of her sad orphanness. Yep. That's it. In a nutshell. And then, boom, in walks in Henry with an itty-bitty waist and that round thing in her face, and she gets sprung. Wow. That is gross. <laughs> I mean, like, I get lyrically why you'd go there, but man, we could get canceled for that. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> They're coming for you. Oh, no. Um, so, yeah, where does Henry come from? Does he just come knocking on the door? Yeah, he just comes knocking, you know, from the Greyhound bus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it just comes knocking and on the door. Or rapping on her door. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like you're trying to make a reference to the Raven, and I just don't remember That's it old school well. stories. No, no, oh. I'm just, you know. Rapping on the open time. door. Okay. It's Grimish. <laughs> it's Grimish. Which is not quite Grimace, but... <laughs> it's Grimmy. Grim Grimmery, Grim Grimmery. Grim Grim Grimmery. Yeah. <laughs> I know what's up. <laughs> uh... All right. <laughs> but anyway, he comes in out of nowhere, right? Comes in out of nowhere. And he comes in. He's like, hey, bitch. And she's like, the fuck? And he says. <laughs> you were on one today. <laughs> what is happening with your son? And he says, are you my mother? And she's like, no. Super no. Defo not. Don't have any mother. kids. And he goes, I'm 10. And she goes, you're also weird and a little creepy. And he says. You remember how you gave up a kid 10 years ago? <laughs> I'm the guy. I like how he's Mickey Mouse all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, he shows up and says, you're my mom. Yeah. And um, insists that, well, first she says she's going to call the police. And he says, no, you're not. You know, tries to bluff her and says, and she goes, oh, because, you know, obviously they'd believe that. I was the one trying to take you because I'm your birth mother. So, like, why would that not be the case? Um, and then calls him on his bluff, and she says she, that he's lying and that she has a superpower. She can tell when people are lying. She didn't say she has a superpower there, does she? I think she says it's it's kind of my superpower. It's kind of my thing. Yeah, okay. like, she doesn't... It's not like... Because he says a few minutes later, use your superpower. But I mm -hmm. heard you say it. I didn't remember hearing her say it. Yeah, I think I might not have backed it up the extra 10 seconds that it might have taken for her to use the word superpower. That's I don't think it's like a, you know, x-ray vision superpower. I think it's just something she's good at. It's like it's something that kind of connects her to the magical world. She's hella good at it. Hella good at it. She's good AF. At it. But, um, which brings me to uh, one of the quotes, which is... Um, she says, just because you believe in something doesn't make it true. And he says something along the lines of, actually, that's exactly what it means. <laughs> I wrote that down, too. I thought that was good. It was really, it was so true. I really enjoy the, um, if you just believe sort of quotes that come out of this show. They're really good ones. You know, a dream is nothing but a wish your heart makes. Yeah. Thanks, Disney. But <laughs> uh, well, he's good, too. Uh, like, later when he says, I'm going to jump around. Um just in the quotes. Yeah. Like when he says, oh, she says something shitty to him. He says, you don't need to be hostile. Yeah. Oh, I, I saw you writing that down. I was excited. He says, I know you like me. I can tell. You're pushing me away because I make you feel guilty. I was like, oh, wise guy. huh? I like that we've got an intelligent kid because I'm not going to lie to you. I don't want to be a 
dick or anything, but like when you show shove a kid on screen, I'm not super interested. Like as a 30 plus year old, I just you know, I don't have kids. I don't want whiny kids at me. I don't want to I don't want to follow a story. He's a very smart kid. I don't feel like we have to be dumb for him. And he fits into the world nicely where he can be weird without mm-hmm. it being like precocious, without him being <laughs> yeah. like the weird kid. Yeah. That were supposed, you know, that, you know, adults wrote him and they didn't want him to sound whiny. So they made him weird instead. Mm-hmm. And then he's offensive in a different way. And also, <laughs> let's just like keep kids out of shows. They're terrible actors. <laughs> Except for when they're super good. Except for when they're super good. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of them just came to mind. The little girl in Signs. Man, never saw much more of her. But <laughs> I don't remember she rocked it. it. Hilarious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> And the other Culkin kid in the same movie, man, he <laughs> killed it. I thought he was a superior. He's the greater Culkin. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, since we're in a fantasy world, fairy tale land, it would make it's it makes sense to have this weird little kid walking around who's like our connection between the two worlds. Absolutely. Like he's the one who would believe, right? Exactly. That he is, he's the truest believer because he's young and he hasn't been, I guess, disillusioned with, he's not jaded like the rest of us are. We just don't believe in that shit no more. Right. We've been hardened by life. Mm-hmm. And that kid just hasn't been knocked down yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, he'll get up again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're never going to keep him down. Okay. So then we go back to Disney World. Yeah. Uh, and meet Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. Who uh, predicts that the infant is the only hope when Snow White and Signor Charming go to visit Mr. Stiltskin, who's in prison for being kind of a creepy little imp. <laughs> and that's totally what he is, too. He's a totally creepy imp. Yeah. He's kind of toady. He's Gollum, Gollum-esque. <laughs> uh, and he, I don't really understand what his power was. I looked up the story. It really had, I don't, there was oh, no yeah. relation to the no. Rumpelstiltskin story. Um, so basically what you can get out of the original story of a Rumpelstiltskin, which you briefly kind of read, it was, you know, the guy offered to spin hay into gold, gold. straw into gold, um, because a man had promised a king that his daughter could do it. And that was how he was going to get his daughter married. So, you know, they made a deal with Rumpelstiltskin. You know, if he could spin it into gold, then they'd give him the firstborn. And so he's known for making deals. That is kind of his thing. Yeah, but then Mr. Charming says, uh, don't let him know your name. Otherwise, mm-hmm. he can control you. Yeah, I mean, he no. can do... I mean, magic has a lot to do with names, so... Yeah. Well, um, it was very loose, whatever yeah. his power was. They, he's just sort of this, you know, Wizard of Ozian sort of mm-hmm. character. He just kind of, he's he sort of magical. a, he's sort of a Guinan. It's like, hey, I don't really understand what your powers are, but everybody keeps telling me you're super powerful. Yeah. I mean, I, I will say it's not very clear in the pilot at all. Thinking about it, like I can think of what his power ends up being, but I will say his biggest personality trait and how he deals with people was really well conveyed in this, which is that he does he he will do things for a price and you will always pay that price. Uh, yeah. 
Okay. So, you know, the insistence on, no, no, I need your daughter's name. Like, I gave you the information you wanted. I need that name. Oh, okay. Um, all right. I saw that it was blurry, but I thought it was, oh, yeah. you know, he was an intriguing character. And Definitely. He, and, and he's uh, he's powerful in an unclear way, but he's... Yeah, he's, he has a commanding presence. There you go. Even for being as weaselly as he is. And I I had expressed my feeling that he is a golemy sort of character mm-hmm. in which he's not really on the good guy side or the bad guy side. He's pretty self-interested and he's going to go the direction that um, feeds his needs the best. Very apt. It's almost like you've seen the show. Mm. It's weird. Almost like I know his archetype. I could smell your archetype from here. You. Yeah. <laughs> stinks like a guy who's been in a dungeon cell at the <laughs> basement of a castle for three years i did observe how dingy his fingers were i was like mm, nice touch because i will say yeah because in like the ranch have you seen the ranch no but i know what you're talking about their car hearts are the clean like i don't even know if you can buy buy them from the store that clean like <laughs> it was crazy i'm like wait Those these guys, guys are on a ranch don't really work on a ranch <laughs> I've never seen a car heart that clean. <laughs> never in my life. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> anyway, I just thought it was nice that they actually really worked on costuming. Yeah. So uh, he predicts that uh, the infant that Snow White is carrying will be the savior of mm-hmm. the Disney folk uh, while the queen is up to her no goodness. Yeah, she's got a curse that's rolling in, and yeah. you can see it. It's like this big, black, billowing... Cloud. Cloud, yeah. But it looks like a, like the cloud that follows a landfall. Yeah, I know it's in it just some comes other... in out of the mountains and consumes. Absolutely. It's terrifying. It really is. And it's just like this evil thing that you, like, you don't fully understand what the consequences are of it touching you, but you don't want it to touch you. Anyway, uh, it's sort of a kind of a generic evil thing. Yeah. You know, but I feel like it was really like it. I don't know why, but when I think of evil, I think dark colors, including purple and green. Like those are like the evil colors for me. And I think it might be a Disney thing, because if you think like Maleficent, her colors were like purple and green. OK, so Rumpelstiltskin says save the save the fetus, save the world. <laughs> nice heroes ah, thank you very much and he says she will return when she's 28 and i thought that's weird once we find out a minute later what's her name what's your name what's your name because you just lied to me about the name what's the fucking name and she says her name's emma which we know is dr what's her name from house the star of the show here oh that's what you didn't recognize her as zoe from how i met your mother uh, I remember that she's in okay. it, but I already knew her from House. Oh, see, I haven't seen House yet. I need to. It's on. The you list. need to actually. Let's we'll review that soon. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. Uh, it's one of those great procedurals that doesn't feel like a procedural. I'll take that. Bones was the same, which is it also was on Fox. The list. Yeah, it was a Fox show. It was in the same sort of uh, era of television. They're really good at that. If there's a long arching story, I'll deal with kind of the procedural. Well, that's what made it great, mm-hmm. uh, was that the character arc was so strong, and then you'd still wrap up the storyline. Yeah. Ideally. Uh, okay, so they say, when she's 28, she shall return, and she shall save Disney World. 
And then we cut to her, and I think she is in her 30s. She is not 28. She no, definitely not. over 28. As a 30-year-old, I will tell you she's probably 40 plus. No kidding. Yeah, like, right. at least 40. <laughs> right. And I don't mean that in an offensive way. She's at least 35. We're older than you think. Yeah. We look fucking old. I don't look that old. People still think I'm super young. It's weird. Yeah, well. They're not close enough to see my gray hairs, Should obviously. have seen what they said about you a couple years ago. Wow. <laughs> That's tragic. So I have a pretty young girlfriend who's younger than me. Um, and uh, no, <laughs> I'm just saying that sometimes I see, like I've seen, we have like two pictures together. Yeah. And I've seen myself next to her and I thought, wow, have I gotten old since we started going out? Or has this been happening for a while? And nobody's got me to warn me. You know, I like would tell you how old I got. I'd tell you if there's something on your face. I'd tell you if you look super old, man. <laughs> I'm just older than I remember looking. But then again, I've never been this old before. So it's what do beard, I know? It's my first time. The gray beard, beard hair has definitely aged you a little bit, but not in a bad way. Like the salt and pepper look really works for guys. Yeah, I'm down for it. I guess I just didn't realize how much older I look than I thought. Yeah. Mm. Shave your face. I'm sure it'll change. You'll oh. feel like a child again. Maybe even look no, like I, I trim I over trimmed it recently and I was like, Ugh, I feel like Paul Rudd. I just feel like a little <laughs> boy. I feel ridiculous. This must be how Paul Rudd feels. Paul Rudd is so handsome though. And welcome on our show anytime. Paul, buddy, I know you're listening. These are just jokes. See you next week. <laughs> See you next week. Um okay. So uh let's we actually meet all of our characters here soon. Yeah. So we go back to uh, the world, uh, the actual world, Storybrooke, Maine, uh, and she, Emma, and Henry mm-hmm. travel back to his hometown. Yep. He's an orphan too. We mm-hmm. already kind of established that. Yeah. Um, but we haven't really explored that very deeply yet. At this point, uh, we meet a guy who is uh, weird and goofy. Uh, and also Henry's a psychiatrist who uh, makes a major HIPAA snafu <laughs> when he lets it out of the bag that, uh, hey. <laughs> Didn't see you for your session. Yeah, we'll see you at your session later. Um, and she says, that's your shrink, which is a weird thing to say to a kid. And uh, Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Way to uh, shame him for mental health. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially when all of his issues are from you abandoning him. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Oh. So that was weird, uh, but it seems like she might not have emotionally matured yet. In fact, she's still, she's a 28-year-old. And, <laughs> Clearly. And a 35-year-old body. So maybe 37. Um, <laughs> now I really want to know. Okay, but go on. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> So they're walking around, minding their own business, when out of an orange-colored sky, uh, he lets the cat out of the bag that his old mom, the hag, is uh, evil, and she's the mayor of Storybrooke. And boom, we find out, evil queen. But this is how she presents in the real world. The real world. As the mayor of Storybrooke, Maine. And she's pretty cold. She's a cold woman. Mm-hmm. Cold in the way that you'd expect um, a misunderstood evil witch queen uh, to be cold. And misunderstood. And misunderstood. Well, you know what? There's a point that she says when as we go back and forth between Disney World and... <laughs> and our world. Our world. 
uh, Storybrooke, Maine. Uh, <laughs> as we go back and forth, the evil queen, when they said, why are you doing this? Why are you like slaughtering all of us and trying to wreck everybody's day? Um, she says, because this is my happy ending. And I thought, oh. The queen is just a poor, misunderstood archetype who never gets a happy ending. Yep. You get it. Yeah. Poor gal. Oh, I missed one thing that we should yeah. have talked about. Rumpelstiltskin says... Uh, <laughs> Stiltskin. He says there's going to be uh, some shit hitting the fan soon, and it's going to be the evil queen's shit, and she's throwing it at a big-ass fan, uh, and it's going to scatter the fecal matter all about the Tenth Kingdom. Uh, wow, you want to, <laughs> for our listeners who aren't that deep cut, you want to come again? <laughs> he says, there will be no more happy endings. He says, we will be, I can't remember exactly how he put it, but we're going to be trapped in time. time, time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he said, um, your prison, all of our prisons will be time. Yes. And so they are frozen in time, stuck in Storybrook, Maine, which is the result of this curse, that they're all suspended in time. In time. Which is crazy because when you're suspended in time, apparently the clock doesn't work. It's a very literal, like, you know, apparently the movement of of time is dictated by clocks, not just, you know, indicate. I don't know. I just yeah. thought the relationship was ridiculous. Like, yeah. <laughs> sorry, your clock doesn't work. Okay, get a new clock. <laughs> Once in a lifetime, a fairy tale character knows a moment. And that moment goes on and on and on. You were looking at me expectantly, like I'm supposed to know the song and jump in. It really had me confused. <laughs> I was like, I'm I'm not coming in at any point. I so. was looking for rhymes. I'm feeling oh. incredibly witty tonight, but uh, <laughs> utterly rhymeless. Well, that's a shame. Yeah. So we meet the queen as the mayor. Um, they're looking for the kid or trying to figure out, was he escape again? And they go talk yeah, to the teacher. Away. Why do we go talk to the teacher? They talk to the teacher um, because he stole her credit they card. Think, they think, yeah, because they saw that he was using her credit card somehow. Yeah. Oh, you know what? It's because Emma went on his computer, had the hard drive recovery system on her flash drive um, because Henry deleted all of his emails and his browsing history, but she had a way to discover it. So they tracked down his somehow that he was spending on her credit card, which that's not how you would find that out because his account would not be connected to hers, but that's fine. It's okay. Oh, browsing history. Anyway. Somehow we got to. No, I think to. you're right. It, it didn't really make sense what we were looking at, which was her credit card information, mm-hmm. which checks into the school. She goes, that's his teacher. Yeah. Yeah. So we go to the school and we meet Mary Margaret, which, oh, turns out we've already met her. She just had a lot more hair and was called Snow White then. Um, you know, she has no idea who she is um, and apparently had no idea that Henry had taken her card. She opens up her wallet and is like, oh, that clever kid. And apparently she was the one Clever who gave girl. him. <laughs> this is gross. I don't. I don't know why that felt gross when you said it, but because the guy in Jurassic Park who says that—that's really right. Creepy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> the teacher, Mary Margaret. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so she's the one who gave Henry the storybook because he was a lonely kid, really struggling, and just you know. Didn't feel off. Yeah, the stories, the classics, uh, mm-hmm. is there's a reason we all know those stories because they're like fantasy escape worlds that help us deal with the real world, which can be a messy place. Absolutely. Not that Mary Margaret knows anything about it. She's been <laughs> in one moment in time in the real world. 
for like several eternities, but who's counting eternities when the clock's not ticking? Oh, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> okay. Uh, she reunites with the kid at some point. Oh, by the way, his shrink was Jiminy Cricket. Forgot to mention. Oh that. yeah, no, that was great. I really enjoyed that. Like that started the very beginning of like the guessing game of the first season, which was like my favorite part. It yeah. was like, oh, who's that? Oh, I bet it's this character. Oh, I bet it's this character. Because uh, it's any, any like Disney little movie. Red Riding Hood's grandma. Mm-hmm. Fair game. Any Disney shows that you've any Disney movie you've seen. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. So uh, we're jumping back and forth between the real world and Disney World. Uh, and uh, in Disney World, some fairy gives everybody the idea that if you take this tree husk from the Enchanted Forest and carve out a hole. Um, a wardrobe. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That would be, yeah, <laughs> figures, trope. Um, yeah. Then we could stick a baby in it and send her away from Krypton and land her into a cornfield in Iowa. Yeah, the original plan was to have the pregnant mother go so oh. that she could take both of them. Um, but she gave birth to Emma too soon. too soon. So then they could only have one person go. And so then Emma had to go and her parents stayed behind. So she was then orphaned. As the queen attacks the palace. As the queen attacks. And yeah. strikes down Prince Charming, which looks like a really fatal blow. But we see later in the our world, mm -hmm. the real world, mm, um, yeah, that he is seeming comatose in the hospital, and uh, Mary Margaret Snow White brings him a rose and doesn't look at like she doesn't yes. seem to recognize him, but she's passing him out to the different hospital patients. Like the Queen uh, tells her earlier that don't worry, soon you're not going to remember him at all, or that you loved him, yeah, and all your pain will be gone. Yeah. Uh, so back in. The real world, Storybrooke, Maine. Mm -hmm. uh, Emma has a heart-to-heart -heart with Henry. Henry. Mm -hmm. Henrik. Henrik. <laughs> uh, and that's when he says, you like me, I can tell, that, that line that we yeah. mentioned. They talk a little bit about why she gave him up. She wanted to give him a good chance at life, etc., etc. And, uh, well, they connect anyway. And he's they saying, do. look, you're going to like, give me a week. You're going to find out I'm not crazy. You're in the book. You're the savior of Disney world. <laughs> and, um, and you're going to be a Banff. It's going to be cool as fuck. And come with me if you want to live. Yeah. And she drops him off with his evil mother. And he keeps saying, bitch be tripping. <laughs> he, he does basically yeah, say that. Evil aff. <laughs> Don't make me hang with her. Uh, and, um, <laughs> she starts to say, you know, um, Henry, she said, I wished on my birthday when I blew up my candle on my pathetic little Walmart cupcake, cupcake <laughs> um, that, uh, I would not need to spend my birthday alone, which I could have not spent it alone, but I just broke that guy's nose and sent him to prison. Um, and then for embezzlement yeah, and then victimless crime. And then, uh, in the conventional sense. And oh, yeah. then Henry uh, came rapping at my door, a rap, rap, rapping at my door, and uh, and I let him in, which was, you know, suspect to begin with. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad he did, because he changed my life, and he's super cool. And uh, Evil Witch Mayor Regina Mom says, uh, did you wipe that kid's ass? I wiped that kid's ass. He's fucking weird. I'm embarrassed by him. And I got to like represent that all the time. 
You're being weirdly yeah, sassy get, today. Get lost. <laughs> and she says, whoa, man, chill out. Do you love this kid? And she was like, yeah, of course I do. And then goes inside and looks into her mirror on the wall. With the... <laughs> and the winks are back. Um, and she has the storybook in her, in her grasp. Yeah. So in that moment, I don't know about you, but... Um, at least in my original watch through, I'm looking at it thinking, okay, so is she aware that they're locked in this weird? I don't. Yeah, I was wondering that too. Because I don't think so. I don't. I don't either. Yeah. She's looking into the mirror, which is a familiar thing for her to do, mm-hmm. and all she's seeing is her reflection. Right, like she's waiting right. for something. She feels a little bit. She seems like she feels a little bit disconnected from this world too. Yeah, that's even a good though point. she's running the show. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm, I'll bet unemployment is through the roof in Storybrooke. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Granny was uh, feeling rushed on her rent. Yeah. So. Granny who runs uh, an inn, a bed and breakfast. Yeah. With Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah, who she was telling not to sleep around. Like, she was scolding her about sleeping around. I was just like, wow, all right. You know, there are things about it that's like, mm, that wouldn't be Disney. There are things about it that make me feel like I was justified in not realizing this was Disney. That's fair. <laughs> but, you know, ABC. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> it's like true. ABC licensing Disney properties, which you could do real easy because it's Disney. Yeah. Clever, guys. Clever. Clever girl. Ah. Um, okay. So she, and she being Emma, goes to Ransom... Uh, space at granny's cottage mm-hmm. uh, granny's in and uh starts to get absorbed into the world she meets rumble stillskin who owns the town mr gold mr. the man gold. with the midas touch a spider's touch such a cold finger <sighs> surely bassett she's a queen uh okay uh, and then what? <laughs> and then uh, Emma starts getting sucked into the idea. She starts to believe a little bit, and as she does, tick talk. Ooh, okay. So, and by that you mean that the clock that Henry has been watching, which does not work because time is frozen still, and we're being very literal about also clocks don't work mm-hmm. because you know one I'm can't frozen. happen without the other. Um, <laughs> can't have one without so the is it other. because she started believing or because she decided to stay um here's what i wrote on okay. my plot card which we're getting ahead of ourselves oh yeah do you want to rate characters first i do thank you yeah yeah uh we just talked about them all yep all of them uh some of those are characters that exist only in this show like mm-hmm. emma and heinrich um and for americans you, that's henry yeah and you have the classic fairy tale story, uh, fairy tale characters that exist in both worlds, which I think is very fun. Like you said, it becomes a guessing game of mm-hmm. who's who. We meet Geppetto uh, working at the jail. Yes. Um, I'm telling so ex- his sob story. Who's the guy that said "Cry me a river"? Oh, you don't. You can't guess. I don't know who it is. Okay, he's kind of a jerk. Guess based on who is kind of a jerk as a Disney character. That would be in jail, or is that not related? Not related. Um, though in... I'm trying really hard not to use the word in describing him. Yeah, yeah. Beauty and the Beast? Dwarves. Oh, Grumpy? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, oh, guys. that's fun. Spoilery. That's a fun idea. That means there's six others running around. It, it could be, yeah. Uh, cool. So, yeah, that's fun. I mean, I yeah. really like that about it. So, between their uh, 
their ego and their alter ego. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm amused, mm-hmm. and I thought it's, you know, it's clearly established the fairy tale characters and why we should be interested in them. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, Emma's storyline, I mean, you get a lot about her really quick. You're, you're spoon-fed information quicker than I feel like I needed. Yeah. Um, like what? Like her being an orphan. Like, it comes out in five seconds of meeting the guy that yeah. she's taken in on Bond. Like, like, the way they deliver that information to us is really... You know, how do we make it really clear really quick? Yeah. So some of it was, and I think that's just a a convention of broadcast TV. And I don't watch that much broadcast TV anymore. I just felt like there was a, you know, if this show was on a streaming site to begin with, (laughs) the storytelling would have been a little bit more complex. Mm, Maybe. I mean, think about it, though. At least for me, how many ways do you want to be told somebody's an orphan? Because I really don't want to drag that out and have that be the sad, sad story. You know, like, I'm like, come it. on, get to the point. Like, what's what's the meat of our story? Because her being an orphan isn't the meat. It's just the setup. And so I feel like they properly treated it as setup. I'm glad that they didn't dwell on. She's a changeling. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, link to fate. The, the Winks saga. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that being said, even though I felt like some of it was spoon fed to me in a large spoon when I could have, you know, dealt with it with a smaller spoon or even a fork. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I think. Something you can chew on. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) I think that it was, it was cool. I mean, the characters were Mm -hmm. intriguing. I was, I was, um, you know, the, you know, right away, she's the 28 year old in Mm -hmm. the 37 year old's body who's here to save Disney World. Uh, Henry's really a great character off the bat. By the way, she was 31 when this was filmed. I just wanted to throw that out there because <laughs> I was throwing some shade too, and I'm wrong. She's not in her 40s. In her she was 30s. 31. 31. That's how old I am, man. I didn't think she was 40. <laughs> 31. <laughs> but hey, that woman to this day doesn't look a day over 37. She always looks the same. She does. She absolutely does. Yeah. Uh, she lo- used to look older to me. She kind of conveys older. You know what it is? It's that she her resting bitch face is much stronger in other shows. Is Zoe? She's like just the biggest sourpuss, um, and it <laughs> it does not. You know, it it ages you to look that grumpy. You know what her best work was? What's that? Giving birth to James T. Kirk <laughs> in Star Trek 2009. <laughs> oh my god! I just remembered she was in that, and she's really great in it. She's you in just remembered, and that's scene. her best work. No, actually, she's really she has a small she has one scene, and it opens the movie, and it was like powerful. She was really really good in it. All right, fine. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, yeah, I, I passed the characters. I did as well, pretty strongly, and they're you know they're simple. They are, but mm-hmm. with a simple setup and simple characters, there's a lot of depth there. I thought they did a nice job. I agree. Okay, so you had asked me a question that was going to lead me to read off of the plot card. I don't remember what the question was. Um, doesn't matter because we're going to have the answer. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we can back into the question from uh, the answer. Okay, I remember. <laughs> uh, Emma, the, no, 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 it's the hook. Sorry. Oh, man, you're skipping all over. No, it, I didn't go deep with what the actual hook was. I just wrote <laughs> that the clock ticks oh, yeah, once yeah. again. Mm-hmm. Ticks again. Uh, meaning that Emma's involvement 
and slow road to believing is already making a difference in reversing the evil spell. Perfect. I love that. Yeah. That was my understanding of what it was, which Mm -hmm. leads me to the plot. Yes. Which is that she is going to become a believer. She's going to uh, start to... Here we go. Let me read another one. Uh, Emma is the prosthetized... No, the prophesized... The prophesied one. (laughs) Emma, the prophesied one, uh, will save happy endings and restore Disney World with a little help from the trapped fairy tale characters. Yeah, I like that. Um, I put Emma is the savior and Henry needs to convince her that she is the daughter of Snow White and Prince Charming so that she can save them and break the curse. Fuck yeah. So, same Z's. Same Z's. Okay. <laughs> Seems pretty clear then. Pass. That's the plot. And are you hooked? I binged the entire season in basically a sitting, yes. <laughs> you in say, fact- you know what? That's impressive for literally anybody else except you. You raised the Shut bar up. too high. <laughs> that doesn't happen with everything. Sometimes I only get halfway through the season. <laughs> you watch whole shows that you don't even like. Name one. I don't know. That's probably I know. I was like, that feels true, but I can't name one. <laughs> <laughs> that may or may not be true. I'm not sure that it is. I've started giving up on them, though, because, you know, why bother? You just remove it from the thing where it's a checklist, and then, you know, I don't care about completing it anymore. It's really great. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah. Remove it from your list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Say, hey, these to-do list items that I need to do, uh, if I make peace with the fact that I'm not going to do them, what's the consequence? More time. In, in my case, it's like, yeah, I'm going to skip my workout. I'll just continue to get fat. Mm-hmm. Says the man with the new home gym. Yeah. Oh, see? Mm. Stepped into that one. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I was telling Shmi here before the show started, and then we didn't talk about it because I said maybe it'll come up during the show. Um, you see what I did there. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Funny how it worked out like that. Yeah. So I'm setting up a home gym because my very pretty girlfriend um, uh, is like much prettier than me, and this is she's known me since I've been fat. And it's like, well, geez, she likes me fat. She'd probably really like me like back in the day when I wasn't. So uh, I uh, have a mirror and some jigsaw mats now that I put upstairs in the mm, flexible space because uh, I don't have a lot of room to work with. And, uh, and I was working out in front of the mirror, realizing that I haven't like seen myself in my underwear in front of a mirror in a long time. Yeah, it's And was horrified. And I was like, wow, is that what my gut is capable of? It's like I, I was just watching it as I, as I leaned. I was like spilling out. When I, you know what I realized I was getting fat mm. was uh, I was paying bills in my underwear, mm-hmm. and I was I leaned forward. <laughs> Sing a theme, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I leaned forward uh, to read something on the computer, and then I felt something graze my leg, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> it was your belly. And I was you spoiled the ending. <laughs> yeah, it's happened to me. <laughs> like sorry. Yeah, so I was like, what the fuck was that? And I'm like slapping my leg like, is there a spider? What is that? And it's like scared me. And then I'm leaning forward again and it happened again. And I was like, is that my fat belly rubbing against my thigh? It was horrifying. Horrifying. Dutch bros, damn it. That's when I started getting fat. <laughs> it, was it coffee that did it to you? It was Dutch bros. Dutch bro- sugar shack? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love me with some sugar shack. Man. Is that a, an Idaho thing or is that everywhere? 
Uh, it's a Portland thing. It's is it? it yeah. Hmm. It's I think they started they showing Portland. up in a California, but I every time a California friend comes to visit, they go, "You guys have Dutch roots here." I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, because they don't have it in California. They get it in Portland. Oh. Well, um, I was. I don't know that I was exactly hooked. No. No. Okay. And it's not a criticism. It's not a criticism. I just, I personally wasn't really stoked about starting the next episode. And I think if, and it's not any criticism of the show. Mm -hmm. um, I think I'm just feeling spoiled on streaming shows now. And it felt a little too broadcasty. Yeah. Where I, I would have liked to see one step further into the streaming world where it felt more cinematic. And okay. since it didn't feel exactly cinematic to me, I thought, no, I, I like, it's cute. Mm-hmm. And I guess the best I was coming up with was, it's cute. It is. Um, but it's, it's kind of the best I had. And, uh, and I, I liked it. I thought mm-hmm. it was successful. I thought it was very successful as a pilot. It didn't exactly hook me, but there was no particular reason it didn't. I like it. Yeah. I like where they're going. I like the choices that they're making. Um, there's just some other things that I'd rather be watching. No, I get that. I was surprised, though, because you were so taken with Fate the Wink Saga, and I just felt like this one had more gravitas, I guess. Mm, streaming show. Mm, felt a little yeah. more cinematic to me. That's weird. See, I just, I felt like even, like, the scoring. I don't know. I don't know that that's so true. cinematic. Fate the Wink Saga caught me at the perfect time. It was six episodes That's what long. I'm thinking. I'm like, mm, I think if the mood strikes, you're going to be changing your tune on this one. Like I said, like I like it. you're doing with wax sales. Yeah, true. Have We're you started that to, yet? Uh, I Twice and I keep falling asleep. I hate you. <laughs> I've seen the, the pilot now like three times. And now it's now I, I just have to watch it again So because I'm actually committed to it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So got to give it a, a genuine effort. Um, but now I'm just watching the first episode again and I kept falling asleep and we're working on Breaking Bad together. Why so. don't you just start the second episode? Breaking Bad. If you need it. Okay. <laughs> You're going to lecture me on watching a show in total completion. I don't need to hear it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Touche. Maybe you should just skip the first two seasons of Star Trek The Next Generation. I Shmee. can't and I won't do it. <laughs> right. I'm going to watch the first episode again. I only have like half of the season left before I... <laughs> well, I finally got... At least in the part of Breaking Bad where it's really good. Where oh, we're okay. Gus Fring and shit up. Is she like actually into it now though? Yes. Oh good. Because yeah. she was unimpressed before and I was She like, was enjoying mm. it but unimpressed. She said, well, oh. the show uh, the show raised the stakes too high too early so that you just knew that anybody could get killed and anything could happen. Oh. And so it when somebody does, it's the like, shark. so what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody died horrifically? Yeah, well, it's a Breaking Bad. What do you expect? Game of Thrones did that too. It became one of those things where it's like, eh, anyone could die. Until the end when nobody would die. Yeah. Jump. Shark. Shark jump. <laughs> I don't know. Those dragons just kept dropping out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair. But by the end when the big battle's happening, you're expecting somebody to croak. The only one that goes down is uh, Khaleesi. Wow. Spoilers. All of this. I might have to cut it. People are going to be mad. Okay. Well, I feel like uh, they should have taken a hint over the last two years of everybody being up in arms. Uh, that's a good point. You know what? There's no spoiling the end of Game of Thrones. It spoiled it's itself. already spoiled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that makes me so happy. Thanks. <laughs> what do we got next week? Um, You know, we don't have anything picked out. I was kind of wondering if you wanted to do like a Glee, Bones, something you've been in. No, I want to do, no. uh, what do you that whatever in Bones show. Oh, Shadow and Bones? Shadow and Bones. I feel like we're. I feel like it's going to be trending soon. Mm-hmm. And people are going to be taking an interest in it because Netflix um, 
kind of tipped their hand when they presented it to me for yeah. no reason. <laughs> Figuring they're probably presenting it to a lot of people. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. It looked... So, I watched maybe five minutes of it. I was really tired because I'm 31 now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it became like 10 o'clock-ish, and so I fell asleep, but... My boyfriend Taylor kept watching, and I think he watched several episodes. And he woke up, and he, or when I woke up, he's like, "Oh yeah, it's really good." I'm like, it, damn it, will you watch this episode? It seems a little winksy, but better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks good. I'm looking forward to it. It seems less light than the winks did. Right. Yeah. Yep. Seems a little more grounded. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I suppose we'll be getting more into that next week, or from your and I perspective. Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Until then, guys, please check us out on pilotsthepodcast.com or shoot us an email, pilotsthepodcast at gmail.com. We can also be found on Facebook and Instagram at pilotsthepodcast or Twitter, because some people still use it, at pilotsthepod. I'm not convinced that people still use it. <laughs> Stephen King does. I follow Stephen yeah, King. Yeah, <laughs> celebrities and politicians. That's just like where they go to die. It's That's like, true. It's like, you know, guys, if you stop tweeting you'd probably stop losing your careers (laughs) oh my god yeah (laughs) go away cancel culture came from twitter (laughs) (laughs) no it did started with roseanne roseanne was the first domino to fall and what a spectacular fall that domino fell with (laughs) um okay well we'll uh talk to you next week That sounds good. Uh, I'm Riker. And I'm Shmi. And this is Pilots.